Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. From Peterson's, I'm your host, Taylor Sienkiewicz, and you're listening to You Have a Cool Job, a podcast highlighting those who took their profession in a unique direction and what they did to get there. On this week's episode of You Have a Cool Job, meet trivia host David Gottlieb. David works for Last Call Trivia as a host as well as a creative specialist, meaning he also gets to create the trivia questions. To start things off, I asked David what it means to have a career in the trivia world. There are actually two parts of what I do for a career that started with just the uh, hosting aspect of things, the you know two or three nights a week going to a bar or restaurant and hosting a two-hour trivia show. Uh, that's where it started off. And then I started doing it about a year after I got out of college and I was, you know, working at the job that I had while in college and I kept bugging my company, Last Call Trivia. I said, you guys have anything else? Do you have anything else? Do you have anything else? You know, every, you know, a few weeks or a few months, uh, I would, you know, be asking about stuff. So what started out as hosting trivia two or three nights a week turned into now I'm writing trivia. Uh, some of the questions that I write go into the trivia shows each week, doing a lot of uh, social media stuff. We have a weekly uh, trivia bites is what we call it uh, on Facebook, Facebook Live, where we get on and film us asking questions to people who are watching and to somebody who's here in the office and just the whole whole slew of other things that go into, you know, setting bars up with trivia and and marketing and advertising and just the whole world of, of a business. So it kind of it kind of started out as a small, you know, hosting trivia and then has grown to being, you know, being part of the company that runs runs the trivia every night of the week. So Yeah. Great. Um, so tell me about then your sense of humor when it comes to this. I know both in writing the trivia and also in hosting it. Um, yeah. So one of my like secret goals is to be a stand-up comedian. Okay. So, uh, but I'm also a dad. So my, my humor is, I don't, I would say not the best. So, um, yeah, definitely in the writing, it's, it's always fun to put, you know, little tidbits that are kind of jokes, but also uh, many times when you when you add something that adds, you know, a little bit of humor to the question, it actually helps teams to get to the answer. So it'd be like a little a little clue or, you know, a detour from the, you know, the, the bulk of the question, but it, it turns into, you know, kind of a, a small joke. But there's a fine line uh, between being a trivia host and then, you know, thinking you're a stand-up comedian. So it's always, it's always important to, you know, know, know that you're there for, you know, know the reason you're there as opposed to, you know, having the mic and, and trying to do comedy as opposed to trivia. Yeah. Just talking for too long into the microphone and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Okay, cool. So you're mostly yeah. dad jokes is what I saw on your bio. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's definitely the, uh, <laughs> the extent of it. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, you having that, um, insight yourself is really good. And if you don't have, you know, the knowledge of, Hey, maybe I'm speaking, you know, too long about this or, or 
carrying on too long, the uh, the teams will will often let you know, like, hey, we're <laughs> we want trivia. We don't want your your comedy act. So mm. it's 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 important to know how to gauge when to stop, <laughs> right, and get back on track. Yeah, so. And I mean, if you're doing these at um, bars and restaurants, those are kind of later nights. So I assume you have a little bit different of a schedule than the average person. Yeah, yeah. And and um, working for the company full time during the day definitely helps with that because, you know, if, if we've got a trivia show that goes from 9 to 11, uh, it's, you know, it's easy to to come in a little bit later the next day, but but that wasn't always the case. You know, when I was when I was working at the job where I worked while I was in college and just after college, uh, sometimes you know I'd be at a bar until eleven eleven fifteen and then have to go into work at seven o'clock in the morning. So that's mm. you know that's one of the one of the struggles that you know some of the the hosts who do it as only a side hustle um, kind of run into, but but it's. It's fun, and a lot of the a lot of the venues do like six thirty to eight thirty shows, and it's usually you're usually home by ten thirty or eleven at the latest. We'll get back to David's story right after this. Are you searching for the right college, grad school, or trade school to fit your needs, or are you studying for those entrance exams you need a good score on? Peterson's has you covered. With advanced college and scholarship search functions, test prep for everything from the SAT to the MCAT to the firefighter exams and tons of free resources on our blog, Peterson's helps you find, get in, and pay for school, plus much more. Visit petersons.com today. And now back to the show. David's workday starts somewhat similarly to many other professionals. He gets into the office, albeit a bit later on some days, and spends the day coming up with trivia questions, fact-checking questions and answers, and reviewing show content before a host brings it to a venue. However, his after-work day is a bit different. After spending time with his family, he prepares and heads out for a two-hour trivia show. To understand the process a bit better, I asked David how he comes up with his trivia questions. After doing this for, you know, a while, it's been everything from, you know, hearing a question on Jeopardy, which, you know, we would never ask the same exact question, but, you know, hearing a topic on a Jeopardy question and then going researching it online and, you know, kind of spinning it and creating something new out of one of those questions or all the way to, you know, I've, I've read the back of, you know, shampoo bottles that, that, you know, they have some weird fact on them and written a question from that. So everything, yeah, everything from existing um, trivia that's already out there to, you know, product labels, it's really all the way across the board. Mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. It makes, it makes, you know, it makes daily life different. You know, it's kind of, you have a different, um, you view it through a different lens. Right. Because there's always some nugget of information out there that can be, you know, um, spun into a trivia question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds like this was kind of your side hustle in college and then you decided to make it your full-time career. Did you have a different plan or was this what you wanted to do? Uh, I, 
it kind of was what I wanted to do. So when I was in college, uh, well, so I, I have a degree uh, in communication, which is kind of, you know, there's, it leaves it kind of open after, after you get finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was a, I had a uh, internet radio show that I did when I was in college. And um, I, when I was a kid, like one of my f- most my fondest memories from from childhood is watching Jeopardy with my dad, um, and he actually wrote trivia for. The, he works at the University of Cincinnati, and he actually wrote trivia for the newspaper years and years back. But um, so I always wanted to kind of do something in entertaining people, and I wasn't really sure exactly what that was, but it kind of fit perfectly to, to, you know, what I thought I might want to do. So mm-hmm. I got lucky. For yeah, sure. definitely. Um, so how do you prepare for your shows? Is there anything you do before you head to these shows that, I don't know, just reading over questions or is there anything that helps you um, put on a better show, I guess? Yeah. So one of the most fun things about it is, um, matching music to the questions we ask. Mm. So um, we never want to, you know, there's some companies out there that give hints in, in their, in their song choices where, you know, if you know the band or, you know, the title of the song or, you know, some of the lyrics, it will basically give you the answer to the question mm. that that's, we kind of try to shy away from because it makes, it takes some of the fun out of it. But when you have a question like this is the example I always use, but if you have a question that has the word gold in it and then play, you know, gold on the ceiling, it makes the, it makes it a lot more fun. And, you know, it seems like something so simple, but it really, the, the teams enjoy it a lot. So that's one of the things setting up is like, Oh, Hey, I, you know, I get to make this playlist and I get to think of, ways to tie these questions to this music so it creates the story throughout the night that goes beyond just asking trivia questions to people. Um, so that's that's one of the most fun things in setting up. And then uh, making sure I know how to pronounce what the words and the questions because, you know, you'd be surprised at how many words there are that, you know, you, you see all the time and then it's like, Oh, I wasn't saying that right. My, you know, my whole life. So, uh, definitely making sure, you know, you know, the pronunciation of things. And then, uh, really that's mostly what goes into a setting up. You know, it's been, I've been doing this for eight years. So it's kind of like a, a process that's kind of become habit, um, over the years. Yeah. But yeah, just and, and and above and beyond the the tying the music to the questions is making sure you're playing music that your venue likes because you know we're in uh, 250 bars th- across the country and you know one bar might really like country music but then you know a bar down the street that does trivia you know two nights later they might despise country music so definitely. Mm-hmm. Getting a grasp on who the crowd is is, is good to good to do before before hosting for sure. Right, just knowing your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine you go since you're going to so many different bars that there's been some really interesting settings or shows that you've hosted. Do you have any stories about that? Um, 
trying to think. I knew you were going to ask me some kind of question like this. <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily along the lines of the questions, but uh, this kind of is more of a, a, an overall thing. But really, the, the the family that gets created after going to host trivia shows so often, and and you know every week, and teams are coming back and all that. Um, I have actually I've DJed a wedding of a, a trivia team that I had, and I didn't even know who these people were before you know before they started playing trivia. And now we're you know really good friends, and I I DJed their wedding. And uh, when my daughter was born two years ago, uh, the trivia teams threw me a surprise baby shower, Aww. which was really cool. Um, but as far as I mean, sometimes there's people who've had a little too much to drink and right. uh, like, when do we start? You know, because you're not supposed to yell out the answers because that makes the game, you know, it, well, it makes it pointless. Um, and one time we started and I asked the question and, you know, I went over the rules before and said, hey, you know, don't shout out the answers, no cheating, all that stuff. And this, there was a patron at the bar that yelled out the answer to the first question and then, you know, I walked over and I talked to the patron and and then I asked the second question and the patron yelled out the question again or the answer again and then did it for the third question as well and I'm like <laughs> so I had to deal with that yeah and you know kind of the, the venue actually got involved like hey can you stop doing this and um but yeah and then and then funny answers are always are always fun you know when when people don't know the answer, I, I can't think of any specifically right now, but some answers that I've received over the years are really funny. And then sometimes people draw uh, draw their answers on the answer sheet instead of writing them or in addition to writing them. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I think of, too, when I've been to Trivia Nights, people come up with really funny team names, and I always like that. Oh yeah, that too. That's yeah, that's one of the biggest ones. It's like, how did you think of this? You know, yeah. it can be very um, clever. So that's I know. Yeah, especially with current events and stuff. It's like, oh, and then sometimes it's like I can't read that into a microphone. So right. I'll you know I'll shorten it for you, or I'll say the uh, I'll say the initials of it, but I'm not gonna say that. Some people, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Go, go a little too far, but mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> right. Well, um, Dave, what is next for you then? So you said you potentially want to be a stand-up comedian, but is there anywhere else you want to go with your trivia career, or are you kind of working towards that? No, I'm definitely definitely on the trivia career. The, the stand-up comedian thing is more of a, I don't I don't know. Just a running not, joke. Something that's like always, yeah, it's a running joke. For, you know, uh, but yeah, the trivia thing. So we are, you know, we're in 250 venues right now each week. And uh, the team that I'm with uh, is awesome. With, you know, I was mentioning family with the, the trivia teams that, you know, my, my work team, they're like a family and just growing and, you know, coming up with better ways to, to uh, make the game more fun and having, you know, we'd love to be in every bar in, in the country really. So uh, it's really that just, just working and, and working towards making the game as fun for everybody and accessible to everyone. So that's, that's really where, where we're headed. 
Yeah. And do you feel like you can still keep that community element even if you continue to expand? Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah, that's something that we, that's a conversation that comes up uh, quite often is, you know, we have, we have leagues right now where, you know, people are playing against each other and we've got ideas of, of kind of um, inserting different implement implements of, you know, or aspects of the game where in addition to it being a trivia show, you know, either you're playing against um, teams that are at a bar you know, in your area or in your city or, um, you know, keeping, you know, spreading out across the country and, but also, you know, making sure that the teams feel that community of, you know, the, the other teams that are playing at their bar and in their area. It's, it's a conversation. It's, it's a, it's definitely something that needs to be, you know, figured out and worked on and, and um, perfected to, to make sure that community isn't lost. Before we ended our conversation, David reflected on his career as it has evolved from a side hustle to a job he truly enjoys. One of the things when I was, you know, getting ready to do this, I was thinking about how far I've come and, and what has changed over the years. And it, it's, I think it's a really cool testament to trivia nights is that, you know, I started as a 24 year old right out of college and, you know, I, so I was definitely not a stranger to going to bars, you know, on, on weekends and stuff. Mm -hmm. And just the, the journey that I've taken now, I'm married and have a two year old and it's still, there's, you know, some aspects of it have changed where it's like, Oh, Hey, I'm at a bar. I'm, you know, in party mode. And now it's like, oh, hey, I'm at a bar. I'm, you know, I'm with I'm with friends and and uh, you know different people who who are you know here at the end of their workday. Um, I just really enjoy the fact that while I'm growing and changing and you know becoming you know an adult, more of an adult, I guess. Uh, it, there's still an aspect to it, or this you know this this lining to it that stays the same. Um, where I think, which which is a testament to trivia being, you know, something for that anybody can do. You know, my twelve year old, my twelve year old nephew loves it, and my you know seven year old dad loves it. So um, that's just something that's really cool that I, I I haven't really thought of too often, but something that I think we could focus on and and you know creating better you know better trivia experiences for everybody. David is able to be an entertainer while staying involved in the community through his work, which isn't something a lot of entertainers can say. We hope you're inspired by David's story to find your middle ground, too. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.